Welcome to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, business, and manifestation mentor, and I'm known as the Thrive Queen. This podcast is where we talk about sex, health, spirituality, business, and living life on your own terms. My clients are go-getters, action-takers, and do not settle for anything other than living a fuck-yes life. I'm obsessed with helping you thrive in all areas of your life, and if that vibes with you, welcome. I'm so, so, so happy you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm so excited to be spending this Monday morning with you and sharing on a topic that I know will help you transform the way you experience life. And ultimately, that is my goal. I believe my purpose on this earth and via this podcast is to really help you thrive, really help you achieve um, everything you desire externally, but also have an internal reality that feels absolutely amazing and know that that's the way to actually get into your external reality. But that doesn't mean that you cannot actively change things in your physical reality. That doesn't mean that you don't take action in your physical reality. That doesn't mean that you don't change things in your physical reality. So today we're specifically just talking about an area of your life that you can change that makes things just feel so much better. And I created a reel about this two days ago, or I posted it two days ago or something like that. And the reel was talking all about how important it is to be selective with who and what you allow into your life. Because when you get clear on the fact that you want something, in order to actually make it manifest in your physical reality, you have to change what doesn't fit. You have to let go of things that don't fit the version of you that you desire to be or the version of life you desire to have. Um, and you have to call in and actively search for and actively go after what you do want. So it's a process of releasing and a process of allowing process of releasing what doesn't fit this higher version of you or this way you want to experience life and then it's a process of calling in and allowing different things oftentimes we have to make space for things that don't actually fit that that do actually version of ourselves that we want to experience by getting rid of what we don't want and so the real was really talking about how important it is to be really selective because when you are selective, when you make sure everything in your control aligns with what you do want and you shift your thoughts, you shift your actions, you shift what you allow in, what you say yes to, what you say no to, then the universe can't help but deliver it, right? The manifestation process is one that's going on all of the time. And whatever you're allowing into your life right now, whoever you're allowing into, whatever thoughts you're allowing into um, your life is what's dictating your energy, is what's dictating what you allow in. And your energy dictates these things as well. 
right? So it's not just a, okay, let me get rid of these people. It's about making sure that you're an energetic match for what you actually do want. So if we use people, for example, let's say you have a group of people that you feel like is really limiting to you. Whenever you're around them, they're just talking negatively. They're talking negatively about other people. They're stressed. They're worried. They're unhappy. I'm not saying you have to get rid of these people. You can. You can just change your relationship with them. But if you are constantly spending your time around these people, that means that you share energy with them. That means that there's a part of you almost like enjoying the way you relate to people in this way. And I know it kind of sounds crazy and sick, like what I enjoy like just talking negatively or I enjoy, you know, being stressed. And it sounds really crazy, but the truth is, if that's the way that you currently exist, there's a part of you that's very comfortable there. And so it's important to really look at those behaviors and shift those behaviors and become aware of them, right? So looking at who you surround yourself with, if you decide, you know what, I'm ready to start a business, or I'm ready to get really fucking healthy, whatever any of that means to you. And the people you're around do not support that. They don't support you in eating healthy or making your own decisions or feeling powerful, right? Not from a place of, oh, I want you to suck or, oh, I want your business to fail, but they'll start projecting them themselves and their experiences onto you. I'll give you an example. When I first started to become extremely health conscious and really decided that, you know, drinking wasn't really for me. This was years ago. Um, and I really prioritized eating good foods and I really prioritized, um, you know, taking care of myself, going to bed earlier, things that just made me feel better. I had a best friend who's an amazing human. She has, had been my best friend since I was like five years old. Um, she lived across the street from me. And, you know, we we were extremely, extremely close. We went to the same schools from kindergarten to, you know, the beginning of high school. Then we separated, but we still live near each other. We went to the same college. And once college came, she started drinking a ton. Partying was her thing, like going out and meeting so many new people and guys was her thing. And um, she was absolutely brilliant. And so she naturally, like, always just really did well in school where I usually have to study my ass off just to... Uh, you know, get good grades, but she kind of always got good grades. Inherently, she was always really brilliant, which is amazing. All the more power to her. But, you know, our priorities just changed. And it was hard to really say like, okay, when I'm with her, you know, all I do is really eat like shit. That's our way of relating. When I'm with her, um, you know, I have a tendency to drink more and party more and I don't want my life to really look like that. And so, yes, I could have just held up my own boundaries and kept her in my life very close, you know, as closely as I could. But the truth was, was that I just, because I no longer had that same, the same desires and we no longer were on the same path, it just became easier to kind of, you know, lose touch with her and lose a friendship with her, which did suck. It was very, very, very painful for many years. Um, and now we just live in different states and, you know, we, we talk and stuff like that. But, um, 
you know, I'm hesitant to go away on vacation with her. I'm hesitant to, you know, pursue anything more, even though there's a part of me that wants to, because I just know that we aren't on the same path. And it's really important to have discernment around who and what you allow in. When you decide you want to up-level and you have people that, I don't want to say bring you down because it's not the other person's fault, but bring you back into patterns that are not serving what you want to accomplish or how you want to be in the world, you have to get rid of them. You know, you have to undo your relationship with them or redo your relationship with those things or those people. Um, because people like you to play a certain role in their lives and you like people to play a certain role in your lives too. And it's important to really have people, thoughts, experiences that really serve where you're going, not where you just came from or what you've been used to, right? This is why when I coach health, a ton of, there's, of course, fucking, uh, lawnmowers outside of my house hold on okay I think they're kind of gone I actually need a new fucking podcast microphone this one's starting to go if you notice like when I actually record on my podcast and I'm not recording outside of my hammock you'll hear just like a lot more static and um it's not as clear uh like the wiring has kind of fucked up and honestly this was cheap it was like a 30 dollar podcast microphone that I got years ago when I first started my podcast Um, So I think it's time for an upgrade. I think the universe is like, hey, get an upgraded one (laughs) to serve your people better and to not have to stop when there are lawnmowers outside. (laughs) So yeah, it's important to have experiences, people, a new belief pattern that supports where you're going, not what you're leaving behind. And this will help shift your energy. This will help shift what you believe is possible for yourself. This will help you shift your behaviors way more easily. One of the things that I've done for the past four years that have really made a difference in my life is constantly surrounding myself with mentors and coaches and uh, groups and masterminds and books and podcasts that help me just know that something else is possible, that help me te- that help teach me different ways of being from people who actually have the things that I want. Because if I didn't consistently read, consistently listen to, consistently talk to people about, you know, the life that I want to create, or if I wasn't thinking about the life that I wanted to create basically all day, every day, if I wasn't actually... changing my energy out of where I am right now or out of where I used to be, then I would never actually get anywhere further because when you look around your current physical reality, you see, you know, what you currently have. And the most important part of the manifestation process is believing that something else is different and that it's already on its way to you, believing in the unseen, believing in things that aren't here yet, (laughs) which is a crazy process. But when you get so focused on what you do want and so focused on the new way of being and you start to know that it's actually there, you start to act like it's actually there, the universe delivers it to you. So part of this process 
has to be being with people who are like-minded, being people, being with people who are growth focused, being with people who are actively doing the same thing with, with their lives. You know, and that's for me where mentorship really just changed my life because I realized my mentor was just a regular fucking human, but she did have everything that I wanted. She had the business I wanted. That was the main focus of my life. Uh, you know, she had the amount of money that I wanted, rather, um, and the type of business that I wanted. Um, that was the biggest focus about four years ago. I just wanted to build my business. That was my sole focus. I did it beautifully, and now we're here. And, you know, allowing myself to be surrounded by somebody who was successful so closely, constantly listening to her modules, constantly listening to her teachings, constantly listening to her podcast, constantly listening to, she didn't have a book, and I think she's writing a book now, but constantly just being around this reminder of what I'm creating and what's possible was such a big shift for me. And that's one of the reasons I create so many pieces of content. That's the reason why I'm on my second free ebook for you guys. That's the reason why I create so many free masterclasses, why I create so many programs for you, why I create so much um, so many podcasts, so many blog posts, so many emails. Yes, it's to sell and yes, it's obviously to make money. I'm here to do that. But more importantly, it's I have something to share and I want people to use me and use my knowledge and use my story and use my expertise as a way to realize what's actually possible for you, for them. And that's what I hope to do for you because something different is possible for you. The vision you have for how good your life and body can feel and look and how much money you can have in your bank and how happy you can be, it's all possible for you. And I want to serve as that consistent reminder, you know? And so when you look at your current life, you're going to see things that support this higher vision. You're going to see beliefs that support this higher vision, thoughts that support this higher vision, people, experiences, even things in your, let's say your office or your bedroom. You know, last night I was hanging out on my uh, sofa while Joe took the puppies out for an, a walk. We went for one earlier in the morning that was like four miles. And then he decided to do it again. And I was like, dude, you're solo on that one. <laughs> I want to chill. And also I didn't want to get sweaty as fucking shower again. And I wanted to read and relax. And so we had worked really hard to clean the house this weekend as we typically do. Sometimes we put in more energy than others, but I, I really did my best this weekend to make sure that it was clean um, and organized. And, you know, my puppy's hair wasn't everywhere because he sheds. He's a lab retriever mix. And so he's just a fucking giant hairball. Um, <laughs> and so I really sat down with like a bunch of salt lamps in the evening. I had saged my house already. I made it smell really good for me. And uh, I just sat down with a cup of tea in my pajamas and I just started reading. And I was just so grateful for the decorations that I had for, even though it's not fully decorated yet, we're still working on that. <laughs> but mainly it's decorated. Like it's a place, it's a space that feels good. It feels clean. It feels like me. It feels just like at home for me, you know, and it feels expansive. It feels beautiful and it's not my ultimate goal I don't want to live in an apartment forever but you get you get the the gist like it's important to have that feeling right and so even things in your in your house in your apartment in your 
car will make you feel better or worse or closer to that vision or further away from that vision, right? So even though I don't have the, you know, my dream house and my dream location with mountain views and all these other things, even though I kind of do have hills, (laughs) so I guess tiny mountains, but not like the, you know, serenity that I desire. We have a lot of fucking construction outside of my house still, probably will until I move out of here, unfortunately. But, um generally I'm not bothered by it because I love so much else about it. So even though I have these things that I'm not the happiest with, there are still so many things that I have worked on that have made me feel a lot better that I can say I'm really proud of my where I live and how clean I keep it. You know, it's like we think once we have the space, then I will keep it clean. Or once I have my dream car, then I can keep it clean. Then I will keep it clean. And when I upgraded from the Ford to the BMW, actually our BMW is probably dirtier, <laughs> mainly because I share it with my husband. And when I had the Ford, he had his own he had his own truck. But um, yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't keep things really clean. I mean, I allow my puppy in the in the car and stuff like that because we don't have a second car. And so it's actually dirtier. So it's like you can't wait until you have the dream thing to take care of the things or take care of yourself or wait till you have the million dollar business to have millionaire friends. It's about surrounding yourself with those things now or as close to that as you can get and removing what doesn't, you know, what doesn't work. So even though you might not have the million dollars in your bank account or you might not have the abs that you want or the perfect friends or the perfect house or whatever, it doesn't mean that, or your dream house, let's say, I don't want to say perfect, <laughs> you're perfect people, but you know, like, you know, your dream people around you, dream house, it's important to get as close to that as possible, right? So when you're looking and seeing what actually fits this higher version and what really is completely fucking misaligned, you'll start to see things like, okay, my bank account's completely misaligned, the, you know, the... Um, construction outside of my house is completely misaligned. The dirtiness of my car is completely misaligned. How stressed I feel about this feels really misaligned. And then you get to see how, how can I make this better? How can I make each thing that's misaligned just a little bit better, right? To make me feel like I'm getting closer and closer and closer to, to that vision. And people may start to call you crazy. People may judge you. People may you know, think there's something wrong with you, that you're stuck up. And no, you just have standards. You have different standards. And sometimes those standards don't include the same people or the same things or the same ways it's used to relate to people. And that's okay. Like you have the capacity, you have the power to say what you want and will allow into your life and what you won't. And people are going to fall away when you say, hey, I no longer, you know, party like that. Or, hey, I no longer eat like that. Or I no longer do things like that. I prioritize this instead. If you want to come for, with that, for that ride, cool. You know, I had posted a while ago, maybe like a year and a half ago, something about it's okay if you leveling up, um, you know, causes you to lose people. You know, they can choose to rise too or something like that. And like the the post did really well. Everybody loved to share it and um, it really just hit home because it's just a good reminder that you up-leveling, you're not taking anything away from other people. Like you're not up-leveling saying, I'm leaving you behind, bitch, because you suck. Or, you know, you're saying, oh, you know, it's shitty for people to live around construction if they choose to live there or they're less than me because they choose this lifestyle. No, you're simply just saying this is what I want. 
you know, and recently I've been reflecting a lot on my own money story because as I've built the multiple six-figure business, as I've then struggled with money afterwards, I've really been looking at the dynamic that I've had with it. And when my business was at its absolute peak, I remember having a few clients that I just felt energetically were judging me, were uh, shitting on me in some way, were really just negative about the way that I chose to spend my money and live my life and definitely some family members as well and um, I probably attracted all of this because there was a part of me that really judged myself for wanting these things and felt superfluous and too luxurious and all of these things Um, all these judgments against myself right because we're constantly attracting things based off of what we are a match for so we have to take our responsibility I'm not sitting here blaming other people but that was my red flag. That was my mirror. That was my instance where I saw the way other people were feeling about me. And instead of looking at where I felt it about myself, I was just like, oh, that person's judgy. And oh, that person, you know, is whatever, being mean or a thing or thinks that I think that I'm better than them or whatever. Like I was just making all these assumptions instead of reflecting it back onto myself. And This week, and I did a lot of work around this particular instance in this particular area, Um, and I really just got to a grounded place that, you know what, me wanting a massive amount of money, me wanting my million-dollar business, me wanting, um, you know, a certain type of lifestyle, it literally says nothing about anybody else other than just what I want. (laughs) Nothing about anybody else, and The truth is that you get to have what you want. I get to have what I want. Everybody else gets to have what they want. Like no one's stopping you but you, right? And when you look at your beliefs and your actions and your thoughts and what you currently surround yourself with, this is your current standard. You know, so my standard used to be judging myself. My standard used to be accepting people's criticism into my life my standard used to be really just allowing a sense of I have to make myself small when other people feel small because if I'm too big if I'm too successful if I'm too rich if I'm too powerful if my if I have too many people in my courses and I have too many clients then you know, other people are going to be losing out in some way. Or then the people who went through my courses are going to feel worse about themselves if they didn't actually show up and get the results that they wanted. You know, and I I made myself small because of it. And we do this in a lot of different ways. We lower our standards. We lower our standards for ourselves. We lower our standards for the house we want, the car we want, um, the happy, even the happiness level. Fuck the physical things, the fucking happiness level or the health level that we're at. You know, we make ourselves smaller because it's, uncomfortable to be around to have this sense of power internally and also knowing that now we play a different role in people's lives possibly the people we love the most our relationships with them are going to change and that can be really difficult so often what we do is we subconsciously psych ourselves out of success because we are unsure or fearful of what's going to happen for the relationship one of the things that i came one of the deductions, I guess, that I came to this weekend around my experience with money over the past year as business has been a little bit harder for me. Luckily, it's not as hard now, which I'm really grateful for. It's gotten a lot better. But 
um, one of the things was that I had a fear that my husband was my like that when both my husband and I were making a fuck ton of money, we were going to split up because for most of our relationship, we really weren't the happiest individually. And so together, we just weren't the happiest. Obviously, we were, but in many ways, but in a lot of ways at the core, we really weren't. And so I had this deep subconscious fear that, well, if we both make a ton of money, then one of us is going to leave the other because how are we going to relate if we're both really doing well? There's always been a key part of our relationship that's kind of been stressful, whether it's school or money or business or um, just our health, whatever it is, there's always been a thing that hasn't been, you know, 100% in alignment for us. And, you know, as we're healing this and as I'm getting clear on what I do want and as I am doing the work that I teach, but the work that I've been doing, um, you know, I'm, I'm just seeing these little things that actually are really fucking big things. Why we make ourselves small, why we sabotage our success, why we, um, you know, stop going after the things that we actually truly want. And doing this work is just so important because yes, it's about just changing the physical reality, changing, you know, your house, changing the the things that the way you treat yourself, changing the way you treat your car, up leveling these things, up leveling who you allow into your life, whatever. But it's also about really, of course, this is going to go deeper, duh. <laughs> I said at the beginning of this podcast, it wasn't. We're just going to deal with some things in the physical world. Lies. Always lies, Johnny. Um, <laughs> but we have to look at the part of us that is scared to have the things that we want. And that is scared to up-level. That is scared to let go of the relationships and the people that we currently have. You know, and that that's the work. Sure, you can changed all of your external reality, but without doing this inner work, you will just continue to manifest the same exact situation, possibly in a little bit different ways or in different areas of your life. But the work needs to be done on the inner level of why am I calling this into my life? What part of me actually wants this? What part of me is comfortable here? What part of me really doesn't want to change because it's easier to stay like this, right? And it's easier not to up-level you have everything in your life for a reason. A hundred percent, there's a reason for it. And you, it's a reason that you chose, which is probably the most annoying part, <laughs> but also the most empowering part, because if you chose this, you could cho- choose something else, right? And so when you're the type of person who's doing all the strategy and doing all the things and following all the, the tools your coaches are giving you and what I say to do, blah, 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 but you're not seeing the results, there's a subconscious block coming up for you that's preventing you from calling in the success and the power and the happiness that you want and so it can feel really frustrating but there's a way out of it and so I hope that this podcast helped you a little bit gave you some things to think about gave you some things to consider in your life And even if you just start with changing the physical things in your life, maybe you decide you want more plants, maybe you decide you need to paint a fucking wall, maybe you decide you need to finally go clean your fucking car, maybe you don't pay for it because money might be tight, totally fine, go fucking clean it yourself, you know, or maybe you do splurge on that, whatever it is, but allow yourself, allow yourself, your surf, (laughs) allow yourself to start making decisions to get you closer and closer and closer to the actual physical reality you want. And do your best with what you can right now 
and up-level and be really selective about who and what you allow into your, your life. Um, but also don't forget the deeper work always. But you can just do that physical work if that feels like enough for you right now. <laughs> With that being said, y'all have about three days left to join the Inspired to Thrive retreat that's happening next month. Enrollment is closing on September 1st because obviously you need some plane tickets to come here to Austin. Um, but yeah, if you are ready to up-level who you're surrounded by, um, if you're ready to do this deeper work and you need the support to do it, I'm so excited to support you in that way. That's why the retreat is um, very small. It's only six people a maximum of six people to allow me to help each individual person. It's a four-night, five-day experience with me. Um, and being in my energy, I don't say this because I want this to happen. I say this because what people tell me and my clients tell me, that being in my energy is something that just allows you to believe in yourself more. Again, I'm a mirror for that part of you that is ready for more, that feels powerful, that... Um, already knows that they're capable of having the things and we're just going to enhance that throughout the Inspire to Thrive retreat and so I'm really excited about that. Obviously the pillars of the um, retreat are all about health, up-leveling, um, success, healing, happiness and really just living an inspired life where you are truly thriving. Um, yeah and we're going to overhaul lots of things that uh don't feel the best in your life. And the Inspired to Thrive Retreat is an experience where you get to stop life, to realign yourself and allow yourself to expand into this new way of being. And I'm really excited for it. So that is happening September 22nd through the 26th. 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. Yes, so, <laughs> 22nd to the 26th. It is here in Austin. We do have a few spots left, so you can go and choose um, whether you want to take one of these spots in the shared room left, and you can get some money off because you're sharing a room. You will have a separate bed, or you can choose if you want one of the last few one-on-one um, -on -one rooms for you. So yeah, I hope to see you there if this vibes with you, and if you want me in an immersive way in your life and I hope that this podcast deeply served you I love you and I will see you soon hopefully with a better podcast mic <laughs>